This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. Our Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, it's good to have you guys hanging out with us here at Twin Peaks. In Kennesaw, right up a Merritt Parkway. Having a great time out here with our listeners. Um, I'll tell you this. Whoever keeps buying the shots, please calm down. I mean, good. No, no, no. Keep them coming. Calm down. Shot, 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 shot. Who's with me? We're out here having a great time. Uh, Coming up, we are going to talk more about the NFL divisional round playoffs. I think the biggest game as far as most watched this weekend will be Niners-Cowboys. But I also think we're going to get great games across the board. But, Mike, before we get to all of that, I know some listeners are hitting us up and they're saying, okay, I just heard Steve Kuhn and Hawk CEO talk about something he didn't necessarily address with us last week, okay? And last week, for those who forget – it was literally last Friday that this article hit from Sam Amick from The Athletic. We had Sam on. We talked to him. He came on and told us about all the things that were going on within this, this organization. And, and the, the article was entitled The End of the Travis Schlink Era. Right. And so we also found out about the new pecking order, who's in charge, and who's in the room making these decisions. One of the guys in the room is Tony Ressler's son. His name's Nick, Nick Ressler. And so as we were asking Steve Coonan today about how are these guys going to make the decisions, and I'm talking about Landry Fields, Mike, the general Trade manager. Trade coming up on uh, the 9th of uh, February. And Kyle Corver, the assistant general manager. So he answered that question and said, we're going to have more voices in the room. You followed up that question about Nick Ressler. Here's what Steve Coonan said just moments ago on this radio station about how this is working and what he had to say about it. That was fair. That's fair. And, and again, you know, there's a fine line. You don't want to have public personnel conversations. You know, nothing's more uncomfortable than, you know, hearing your coach needs to be fired, your GM needs to be fired. These are humans. And I learn a little humanity, Mike. You know, these are humans. They bleed and they hurt and they cry and they sleep and they take shots and all kinds of stuff. Ah, get off the subject. Anyway. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, as much fun as we have doing this, and I love doing this, sometimes you just can't talk about everything that's happening. But at the end of the day, we made a change that we believe make us better and make better decisions. Um, and, you know, Nick's a very talented guy, but he has a voice, but not the voice, because at the end of the day, the final voice always is the owner because it's a business matter. 
But again, as we were saying, and I guess to his point, I mean, yes, these, they bleed and they cry and they're human beings, but so is Travis Schlenk. And Travis Schlenk got pushed out the door because someone else's voice was given more weight. And that person happened to be the son of the owner. You know, so that's out there. That's the athletic That's the athletic report, and it's, it bears out. I mean, they moved Travis Schlenk out, the architect of what this team was supposed to be, who, by the way, was given a contract extension along with the front office just a year ago by this same owner. So I'm just trying to get to Steve. I mean, fans see this and go, what are we doing here? Because I thought this was the vision, and now you're telling me this is no longer the vision, and a guy who's 27 who's never had a job in the NBA now has a better idea of how to run an NBA, or at least influence an NBA team than a guy who's from the Golden State Warriors in Travis Schlank. So that was his response, and again, he says the end part of that was he has a voice. He's not the voice. Either way, Hawks, Knicks tonight, we're going to talk more about that as we move along here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, I want to shift gears, Mike, and talk about our Falcons because there are a lot of coaches being interviewed, Mm. okay, right now across the board. There are five teams that have openings. There have been a lot of offensive and defensive coordinators who have been fired. Our defensive coordinator retired in Dean Pease, which now leaves an opening for us to make a decision on where we're going to go. Now, two of the guys they've already interviewed was Vic Fangio, longtime defensive coordinator in this league, has had a lot of success, Mm. and Brian Flores. Chuck Smith, you asked him about this when we had Chuck on today. We were breaking down the offensive defensive lines and the matchups in these playoff games. But, you know, do you have a, a preference as to who you might like? Is there a favorite? And this is what Chuck said. Nah, I really don't care. I just want him to get somebody here that can teach can get him to get to the quarterback. I'm not – I like Brian Flores. I know him pretty cool. But, you know, Mike, I don't really have a preference. I hope they get someone that can be here for a few years. I hope they go a little bit younger. I hope they don't go with an older coach. So I'd rather have Brian over old coach. It's the new era. I think it's time for some new philosophies and new uh, energy when it comes to defensive coordinators. Yeah, nothing against Vic Fangio, who I asked him about, and Brian Flores. I'd like to see Brian Flores in here. You know, and nothing to do with the off-the-field stuff. That will work out in the courtroom, no. and, and whatever no. happened or didn't happen with Miami, so be it. But I like what he did with that young defense, and you see the elements. And if he had a voice in some of those personnel decisions, I really would love to see him involved here. Yeah, does it matter to you, Falcon fans? We just had Dean Pease here. If Dean was 50, Dean would probably be here for the next eight or ten years, right. however long Coach Art is going to be here. Right. But you got him at a point in his career where he was already wanting to wind down and only came back because of his personal relationship with the head coach. So now we have a decision to make to say, okay, are we going to hire somebody where the commitment, Mike, from that individual is long-term? Hey, we start having success, and I'm not telling you there won't be turnover because if we win a Super Bowl, somebody's going to come poaching our staff. This is what happens in the NFL, just like they do other staffs. Or do you want somebody who might be a little bit older, and you are concerned that, hey, maybe two years from now, Vic Fangio says, hey, I've had enough of the NFL. Right. It was fun. Uh, I'm leaving. And now we're looking for another guy. All I'm looking for is stability. I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody can be promised how long they're going to be anywhere, right? right? If Coach Hart doesn't start winning games, Mike, and if we're not in the playoffs, he may not be here. Right. So, and along with the general manager. So, so, so at the end of the day, if you're telling me does age really matter, I just think we ran into a situation where the last guy was already retired when he came and back. He coaxed him out of retirement. And now he's gone. And he did, he did a hell of a job. At the end of the day, it's Grady Jarrett, A.J. Terrell when he's healthy. Then there's not, I mean, there's not a lot of star power. I mean, we can talk about Rashawn Evans and moving forward with him, but think about it. We held all these teams to 21 points or less. We, every margin of victory, save for the 
the uh, Bengals game was a touchdown or less, right. one possession, eight points or less. That's a hell of a job with a defense, which, to be honest, is kind of devoid of superstars or stars. So I hate to lose peas, but I, I'm with Chuck. I would like to go in. A, you know what? And that's generally the way in the NFL. You got a disciplinarian, you go with a player's coach. You got an older guy, go with a younger guy. So maybe Flores, maybe somebody else. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I don't care. I'm with Chuck. Whoever it is, yeah. let's get to the quarterback. Right. right. Let's, we, let's, and, that, and that's going to come through the draft. There's better D tackles than edge rushers, but there you could argue the edge rushers in the in the draft. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Carter looked pretty good in the Falcon uniform, but he's going to be gone by the time we select. There is something that is happening here, though, with these potential interviews. If you're not really paying attention, these are three, four guys. These are guys that have ran three, four, that are three, four guys. Right. We're not changing. This is obvious in the guys that they're interviewing. They're not going out interviewing guys that are traditional 4-3 guys. You say, does it matter? We've said, listen, you're in the nickel most of the time, but the fact is how you devise your blitz packages and what we saw with Dean Pease, I don't think we're, we're going to waver too far from that. Right. And you think about, like, stopping the run. Well, McCaffrey's gone, right? Fournette's gone pretty much. Yes. Saints still got Kamara. So if you're if you're more worried about stopping the run in those early downs before you get into your nickel package, I mean, we're, as we pointed out during the week, not really an issue to be that obsessed with because we've turned over the roster so much from guys on one-year contracts, etc. Yes. By the way, you mentioned coaches. Do you get nervous? And we brought this up in the NFL Blitz. Colts announced today they completed a interview with Brian Callahan. That's the Bengals' offensive coordinator, and he's got to get ready for the Bills making up a game plan. And he spent, I don't know, what, how was that take, an hour, two hours? Talked to uh, the Colts today. They, we The same thing we would do with Shanahan yeah. as we prepared for the NFC Championship. It worked out for us. Here's the thing. So the pandemic, right, changed a lot of how we communicate. If you're telling me, Mike, he was on a Zoom today, because back in the day, this mm-hmm. was, I'm on a plane and I'm going mm-hmm. to visit this, this organization and we're going to go interview. I'm on a Zoom today for two hours for this interview if it gets serious, they'll bring him in. Mm-hmm. They'll want to meet him. The owner will want to meet him. But it does concern me because I just – I want all my energies, man, on trying to win right. a game. And, and I'm not going to say if they lose tomorrow that that's going to be the reason why uh, the, the Bengals come up short, you know, mm-hmm. on Sunday, should I say. I don't, I'm not going to put that, that solely on the offensive right. coordinator interview. But I would prefer – him to be focused on the right. game. And then some teams don't want to wait. Right, we got to catch a break. Dable should have gone to San, uh, Los Angeles. Would have been the Chargers head coach. They didn't want to wait for him to go to coach the Bills to the playoff championship uh, last year. All right, guys. Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You can hit us up. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game as we broadcast live from Twin Peaks. All right, we're coming back. Hawks, Knicks tonight. What are we going to get? A similar performance that we saw just the other night against the uh, Mavs? I hope so. We're going to talk about it coming up next. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. What are we going to get tonight with our Atlanta Hawks? The Knicks are in town at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dukes and Bell. Um, By the way, this is the third time they've met this season. Knicks won 113-89 in the last matchup. It was ugly. December 8th. Um, Randall led the Knicks with 34. Now, remember a couple of years ago when we played the Knicks and Randall was like the big stud and the star, yeah. and he didn't play well. Big fake tough guy. Yes. Uh, Trey led the Hawks with 19 points, but that was back on December 8th. So right now, when you look at what's been going on over the last 10 games, John Collins is averaging 14 points, eight boards, 
Trey Young, 23 points. We mentioned this. The point production down, but they're winning over his last 10 games for our Hawks. So, Mike, let's let's hear from Nate McMillan because he was talking about what he expects the atmosphere to be like tonight if you're headed down to State Farm. Make a lot of noise. This is a big game, man, because they sit in front of us. Right. And not only can we extend this win streak, but it's the Knicks. I mean, let's be honest. But they're 25 and 21, and seventh in the Eastern Conference. We are currently eighth. Yeah, they're vulnerable right now. You could argue leapfrog these guys, get ourselves maybe up. Brooklyn has got to deal with the Durant injury. Simmons is doing what Simmons does. You've got a legitimate chance to maybe get on a run and get as, as high, Carl, as the four seed by the All-Star break. Here's Nate McMillan talking about what he expects tonight. Well, it's going to be a physical game. We know that, uh, you know, whenever we play against New York, uh, they bring that style of play. Uh, They're tough defensively. Uh, I think it's going to be a playoff type of atmosphere in the sense of, uh, you know, the physicality of the game. Now, one of the things we didn't do the other night was settle. And Mike and I talked about this. Even late in the game, we were still moving the ball, finding the right guys, and Nate McMillan was talking about not settling for shots and being patient. Uh, Again, all of these things, you know, they're very simplistic, but when you don't do them, usually they lead to L's. And, you know, if we can be patient, not settle, and sacrifice a little bit, I think we can keep this win streak going. Here's Nate McMillan. Uh, We've shown better patience in the last few games. Uh, I think we're doing a better job of attacking the basket, not settling on the perimeter for, you know, the really the first decent shot. Uh, we're working to get better shots, and we're shooting a higher percentage. And all those mm-hmm. things add up, Mike. Um, you know, the team continuing to play as well as it has. What, what's the key? Is it Capella? Is it that? I mean, Capella on the boards, and I also think, you know, Trey, whatever that was, again, how much of that was because of the, uh, the, the rolled ankle relatively early in the game, that he decides that he's not going to be a dominator, he's going to be a facilitator. Yeah. And he only took one three-point shot. And to be honest, DeJounte, and, and, and whether that's maturity or the big picture or whatever, but seeing that another guy's feeling it, play within the, the, you know, the parameters of DeJounte's the man tonight, but you can still be involved to get a double-double because you're going to get other guys involved. Yeah. I, I mean, think about how many alley-oops, think about the pick and roll. All that was working thanks to Trey. Yeah, Capella's, you know, coming back. Listen, Okongu and Capella, that could be a nice rotation But in the we playoffs. learned that Okongu by himself can't do it. No, but he's we, been – We learned that. He's been a good fill-in. No, I he, like him, but I, I, that was – you know, some, some of that was foul trouble and some of those losses. But the rebounding that Clint brings on both sides of the ball, Mike, and, and I thought Capella was getting better. I mean, listen, the more playing time you get – but it was almost like Capella came in the other night and the pick and slip and the pick and roll and all that just got easier. So we'll see. Let's hear Nate talk about, uh, you know, the ball movement because that's also been a big part of our success here over the last four games. You know, ball movement is something we've talked about all season long, and you have to have that, you know, especially I think now uh, teams are playing better basketball. They're going to take away your first your second option, and if you're getting into your third, fourth option, normally you're going to get a pretty good look. And that is true, and that's what happened the other night. Don't settle. Keep the ball movement moving, and all of a sudden, Mike, you're getting easy, an easier shot, or in many cases, we were getting layups. Right, and we're just about, what, over three weeks of the trade deadline? So I asked you earlier, are we going to make a big move, swing for the fences, or you want to just tweak it? Or now, because we're finally playing healthy, despite every single NBA rumor linking John Collins to a trade, I mean, where are we going with this? I, I, I threw a name at you earlier, yeah. and I just want to, for guys who missed it earlier in the conversation, now, according to the D.C. papers, Kyle Kuzma, looking for a big contract, but it would be probably half, they guesstimated, what John Collins is earning this year with the Hawks. 
So how about we go get Kuzma down here? I'd love, I'd love a piece of that. He's, he's a great fit with all the contending teams. You add Kyle Kuzma to Milwaukee, he makes them a lot better. Chris Middleton, they've really missed right. him. But I'm just throwing it out there. You add Kuzma to the Celtics, Mike, he makes them a better team. He's averaging 21-7 and seven this year, seven rebounds. Add him to any one of these top teams in the Eastern Conference. Now, add him to the Hawks. This is what we're missing right now, I think, consistently. I told you earlier, if it comes down to me, for me, if I have to trade Bogey or John Collins, this particular season I'm trading Bogey. Mm. Uh, and, if, and then A.J. Griffin slides into that role. Yeah, you're going to give him more playing time. But if you're telling me there was a way to pull off a Kyle Kuzma trade, and here's the problem, guys. Everybody in the league knows this. Everybody mm. in the NBA, these top contending teams, even in the Western Conference. Even the Lakers have been linked to Kuzma. Will be, yeah, but then they had him, and then they made the trade, which was silly, right. to get Westbrook. All of that said, he is a guy that you're asking me right now I'd love to have. I mean, he is 40% from three on, beyond the arc. Right. He's a he's what you wish John. I don't want to bag on Collins, but you more consistent version of the three point shooting that Collins sometimes attempts. Yeah, and Collins shot it well the other night against the Mavs. And he's got a bit of toughness too. He does. I, listen, if you're telling me there's a way to make that happen, I'm definitely looking at it. The problem with trading John at this point, and you know, I know John's over all these trade rumors and all this stuff, and it's just going to linger until the trade deadline is over. I want to see how this particular front office now makes us better for this playoff run. I'll evaluate them in the offseason with how they get under the luxury tax and all the things that we're, they're, they're worried about. I'm not worried about it. Right. Give me the best team. I don't care about all that but stuff. But this gets us back to the four-headed monster that's making these decisions. I'd love to think that Landry Fields is the, the number one voice in that room, but it seems like there's a lot of moving parts now, which we've learned the last few weeks. Yeah, and for those who don't understand the luxury tax, basically once you hit the threshold, the owner is then responsible to pay X amount of dollars over. And, you know, in many cases – Out of pocket, take it from your – you'd be talking about $20 million. And there are a lot of owners that are like, I'm not doing that. And, and, and we learned, we felt earlier that Ressler was committed to that, but then for some, now we learn that they weren't because they moved on from Red Velvet, from Kevin Herter going out to Sacktown. Yeah, and, and part of it is if you have a championship-caliber team, I think owners are more prone to say, of course I'll do it because we got a chance, once-in-a-lifetime chance to win. You know, when, when the Warriors started their run and ownership with Golden State was like, we're willing to go over the luxury tax, of course, because you're on the – and I, I look, I'll defend wrestler in that sense. When you're into the play-in games and you're injured and you guys can't why stay would healthy, you? why am I going to commit to that? No, and that's where well, As we much are. as I hated to lose, but i got to be honest, let's not be revisionist. Herder was inconsistent as hell. For as many times we loved Herder, we'd, we'd be pulling our hair out over some of the things he did. Hopefully we play well tonight, man. You'll listen to it right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Tips at 7.30, pre-games at 7 o'clock. Mike Conti will have the pre-half and post for you. And, of course, bang, Steve Holman with the call. All right, coming up, we got plenty more to talk about. And uh, we're live, by the way, Twin Peaks, Kennesaw location. Yeah, man, we got uh, coaches in here, but coach number two is here. He's got strong opinions on what's going down. With the Hawks, come on down. Grab yourself an ice-cold Hayman Ale. We got uh, Kyle Pitts Jr. is destroying a plate of nachos, Carl. Look at this display. Yes, he is. My God, he's going to it like a pie-eating contest. My God, man. Coming up, the big shocker of the weekend. You might be surprised about what we think it's going to be. We'll tell you about it next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. We're live at Twin Peaks Kennesaw location. We're about to get our weekend on. Hope you are going to have a great one as well. We know this. We're going to get some good football. Divisional round, playoff round for the NFL. Mm. Um, we were asking you earlier, and Steve Coonan actually asked us about this, Hawk CEO, who, who do you think the upset's going to be? And right. We've been looking at these games. We gave you our official picks in the 4 o'clock hour of what we think's going to happen. A lot of people, Mike, a lot of people are on the Giants. I don't see it happening. Look, grew up a Giants fan, but i got to be honest with you, brother. It's just Minnesota's defense is non-existent. Their defense the only thing they've got going for them is a better offensive line with a guy. And we look, we love Algier. Yeah. But they've got Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers. And hopefully Drake Leonard will come close to that at some point. But they've got a lot of weapons. But honestly, that, that was a Fugazi. It was a bit of a Fugazi as a two seed. This Eagles defense at home is predatory. And that's what you're going to have to deal with. And Daniel Jones is not going to have the same success. Regardless of what Saquon Barkley does, I'm telling you, brother, that's and I agree with that mindset. And I also think that Jacksonville's going to get their butt kicked. I think I think Kansas City's going to kick their ass. Blow, just blowout? I think blowout. They are a eight and a half, nine, nine point yep. favorite in that game. Let's hear from Brian Dable. This is the coach of the New York Football Giants, and he was just talking about. Listen, everybody knows what Daniel Jones did last week. He's trying to take pressure off of his quarterback. Here's the thing. Even if Daniel Jones had the kind of game that he had last week, I don't know if that's going to be enough in this game. And that means no mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. Doing everything almost perfect as he did last week. Here's Brian Dable. It's all about our team. That's, you know, we try. It's not an individual sport, but, you know, coach, player, trainer, you know, we all have jobs to do. And I expect those guys from, you know, their work ethic, their commitment to the team to, to go out there and, and give it their all. You know, earlier in the year we talked about Philadelphia really took them apart. But later in the year, Jalen Hurts, though, just coming off the injured list. Remember, Minshew had made those starts, and the Giants played a much closer 22-16. That was at Philly. But Philly had gone into New York and beat them like a drum yeah. earlier in the year. So is the truth somewhere in the middle? Has to be. I don't think the Giants are a bad football team. Or did the Giants get better as the season progressed? They did. I was going to say, don't misread me here. I don't think that the Giants are a bad football team. I just think it's daunting to Mm. think you're going to go into Philly, who had one of, if not the best defenses in the league this year, and do what you did last week. I just think that's – guys, they shut the run down. If Saquon Barkley has 75 yards in this Mm. game, Mike, I'd be shocked. If they run the ball effectively and all of a sudden now you're telling me the Giants are running play action and doing all that stuff they were doing last week, that's a different ball game. But the Eagles shut all of that down. They uh, held Daniel Jones to 169 169 yards passing in the first game earlier in the season in week 12. All right, let's shift gears because the other game that a lot of people are saying, hey, this is the upset, and it's only an upset because you're on the road and you're the underdog, Um, and, and that, of course, is Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, you brought this up. This cannot be understated. Mm. I want you to think about the Falcons and how much offensive line conversation we've had. And imagine us going into a divisional round playoff where three of our starting offensive linemen and all we have left is maybe Chris Lindstrom to start. That's what the Bengals are looking at. They've already lost Lael Collins, and then Jonah Williams is out, and then Alex Kappa, who got hurt last week in the win against the Ravens, he plays right guard. He's out. So they're replacing left tackle, 
They're replacing Lael Collins' replacement, and now Alex Kapp is out. So that's three pieces on your offensive line. I guess the one caveat is they were probably arguably a worse offensive line last year that Joe Burrow got hit so many times they and were. still made their way to the Super Bowl. They were. And that's the reason why you can say he can overcome this, get rid of the football quickly. Mm. Right? He's still got T. Higgins and Chase and, right. and Mixon. But again, on the road. But they won twice on the road last year. And, you know, again, we don't know how the game finishes when DeMar Hamlin goes down, but they're up in that game. I mean, it's 7-3 in that game when the game stops. So I'm not totally counting out what is going to happen with the Bengals, but Josh Allen was talking about for him, and I think all the pressure, guys, is on the Bills. This is supposed to be the Bills' year. This is supposed to be the year where they get home field advantage. Now, that won't happen if they have to play next week, or excuse me, uh, two weeks. It'll be here in Atlanta, but this is supposed to be the year where they get over the hump. Here's Allen. At the end of the day, that's that's all that matters is winning the football game. Um, It's by one, it's by 100, and Again, these are one-week seasons from here on out. Everything you got, it's, it's uh, like I said, win or go home. Win or go home. And, you know, do you think Buffalo's a sentimental favorite here? Hell, yeah. But they look so weird against Miami. The seventh sacks, they got pressure. Now, Buffalo, you could argue, I'm sorry, Cincinnati against Buffalo, the defense not as good as what Miami's bringing. But Josh Allen, man, he wobbles. He makes some bad decisions. It's almost like you're you're going to have to deal. You and I joked around earlier, the over-under, we'd say one and a half turnovers for Josh Allen. Yep. Joe Burrow, yeah, he may throw a pick, but is Josh Allen going to turn something over on the wrong side of the 50 and give the Bengals the short field? I mean, you could see that. You definitely could see that. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Another story we're following, guys, is what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. Eric DaCosta is the general manager. Well, you, you got him coming to Atlanta, Joe. Well, listen, I don't think it's a done deal. Until the deal is signed, I don't know where this is going. And by the way, if I'm Lamar, if you franchise tag me, I'm not going to be a happy camper, regardless. You're going to sit out until camp opens? Well, we're going to see how he handles this. But DaCosta yesterday spoke to the media. The Ravens are all in. This isn't right. new news, by the way. The Ravens have been saying this for over the last year. Hey, we want him. We want to sign him. We love him. Here's what DaCosta said about Lamar. Well, it certainly takes two to tango, but uh, I think Lamar and I have a great relationship. I think we communicate uh, quite often. We spent some time together today, as a matter of fact. So he says... They like were- what, you passed in a hallway? Well, did they have coffee? <laughs> You couldn't get a contract. What kind of relationship do you guys have? That's a hell of a relationship. Well, here's the part, though, Mike, Mike. Can you play that again, Turtle? Because when you say this, it insinuates as if Lamar didn't want to get a deal done while you've been lollygagging this mm-hmm. entire time. Play the first part of that. Well, it certainly takes two to tango. So what but, are you insinuating? In DaCosta's defense, you need an agent. You need a freaking agent. No, he doesn't, He Mike. needs an agent. No, you can't, he doesn't. Not That's this a, caliber of a deal. You need an agent, It's man. a lame excuse. No, he doesn't. Here's Your feelings the, get hurt when you sit across the table. That's what the agent's there for. Well, listen. Here's the number. Here's my number. Well, hold on. Let me change that number. <laughs> right? But I and mean, where are we meeting? We're meeting. I feel like Vince Lombardi. We're meeting right, right here in, in the, the scene. Mid, in the Somewhere alley. In the alley. In the middle. <laughs> this is not that hard. I know everybody thinks and feels that way. Speaking of agents. No, it's too hard because Lamar is asking for too much crazy money. Look who just walked in. Hey, it's Arch. The Idaho Rail Splitter is here. Unless he's not supposed to be told where he's here. I have no idea. He just looks a lot like Dave Archer. He he just walked in. It's good to see you, brother. How are you, my man? I hear you, my man. But, But, Mike, I hear what you're saying. I get it. Do you want to be told you're not as good as right. Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or any of these other guys, and therefore, Lamar, we're only paying you this. And, and guys, we got plenty of time to, to talk about it. 
But I feel like in where the NFL contracts, specifically for quarterbacks, right. here's the bonus range, here's the salary right. range, annual average salary. I'm somewhere in between no, I mean, here. You could, but here, but again, I, I apologize for repeating myself on this. I just think an agent is the guy who helps to soften the message. When you sit across or whoever, however he's doing it, with family, with friends, yeah. you hear, they're going right back to you. They said this. You know, you go high, they go low. And it's, it's like arbitration. When you go to arbitration, they tell you how, how you suck. And then you try, all of a sudden you wind up making $19 million. And, and by the way, I, let's be honest here about this circumstance. It's not as if he's not getting advice. It's not as if he's not. He's, he, he is. It's not as if he's not talking with the NFLPA. Right. There are people, Mike, he can console in and they are trying to help with the circumstances. But it is his life. It is his decision. Well, you know what, though? Honestly, he'd be doing a hell. I think and, that, and, and you're so, telling me if Todd France or even Drew Rosenhouse is in this mix, this deal's not done already? I don't know. Your feelings get hurt when there's no buffer. That's, I, that's human nature. It, it is. But I also think the deal's not done is because the number that was offered was lower than what it should have been. I think, he's had, I think it's the opposite. I think he's asking for more than Mahomes and more than Watson. That's, I mean, that's my intuition. He's not get, guys, he's not getting Because a professional minutes. agent would temper some of those, those reaches you're he, trying to make. He's not getting 230. Here's what he could get. He could get close to that and have a bunch of incentives with playoffs, being healthy at the end of seasons. Right. You could add a bunch of stuff well, that could but, get but you there. But in the negotiation, the, the Ravens are saying, you can't stay healthy. Why am I going to give you $250 million? But, but I don't think you need somebody to, to take 3 or 7% or whatever the hell they're going to no, take I to think, tell you that. I'm with you, but I just think in this ser- particular situation, it serves a purpose. They're making two and a half, too, but yeah, still. Are. Yeah, they are. I, I just think it, it gets personal. Feelings get hurt, and that's when situations get exacerbated to where Sammy Watkins is going, Hey, man, he got to play. Yeah, shut up, Sammy. You're not playing for 230. <laughs> Sammy, if Sammy was playing for 210, he'd be, he wouldn't have played right. either. Right. All right, man. It's Dukes and Bell. Bo, what, what did you want to add there? I think it's about guaranteed money. And it I is. Also, I also it think is. that what an agent does, and, and Mike's got a point with the feelings, but an agent says, look, this is what you're going to get here. This is what you're going to get somewhere else. You have to be, you have to be smart and take this deal. An agent will tell you the truth. Most of the time, whereas in your own mind, you stick your foot in the ground, as we, me and Mike do with each other sometimes, and you don't move off of it. An agent will help sway you because he's got people like a college kid kind of in his ear telling him what he wants to hear. He's got professionals around. Yeah, but but not necessarily. So, listen, you and I had an agent. I'm telling you, I know this for a fact. Our agent. Was, uh, he's so good, he's on the $100 we, bill. Hold on, we got, we got to go. We Norm's, gotta, we'll, we'll real quick, back. Norm's up in heaven, right? What did Norm back. tell us? There's the world you want and the world you live in. It, Lamar Jackson's you know camp what the world is? is living in the world they want, not the world they live in. The world he wants is a $200 million quarterback world. That's the world everybody's got to stay in. healthy and not have your numbers go backwards. All right, we're coming back. we got to take a break. We're live at Twin Peaks' Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.